0: In this hour, we're going to talk about something that is amazing we're talking about in 2016 in an election year, when we're supposed to be a civilized, progressive nation, and it doesn't seem that we're making progress. Rather, we're going backward, very, very far backward, with regard to voting and specifically the rights of voters. In Arizona, as a result of the Supreme Court gutting the Voting Rights Act, there were five hour lines to vote. Now, when you're in a state with a caucus, you're expected to have hours, right? Like in Iowa, where you sit down and you chat, you have a cup of coffee, maybe some cookies, and you talk about the issues, you talk about the candidates, you caucus, and then you vote. In a primary, where there is no caucus, you just show up to vote. And if an individual has to wait five hours in line, What if they are elderly? What if they are handicapped? What if they're a student and they need to get to class to take that exam? Or What if they're like most of us? You have a job and you can't take half a day off and then add driving to and from where you're going to vote and to and from work. Can't take a day off, half a day off to vote. Most of us, we don't have that, right? You usually get like how many sick days? You know, maybe who wants to take a personal day, stand in line five hours to vote. This is our constitutional right. It is not just a privilege and an obligation. It is our right constitutionally as Americans to be able to vote. We shouldn't be punished by having to stand in line for five hours. And then when we heard some of the comments... On these long voting lines in Phoenix, well, that sparked an uproar. We're going to play that for you in a minute. But I cannot make this stuff up. There were five-hour lines. This is not an exaggeration. This is not a a caught a fish this big. There were five-hour lines to vote in Arizona. And the only reason we can say that happened, folks, is because the Supreme Court gutted the Voting Rights Act. And what happened as a result of that? In places like Phoenix, they reduced the number of polling places. And on March 22nd, that had catastrophic consequences in that primary. Okay? Um, There are people... There was a guy they talked about in an article named Calderon. He's a naturalized citizen. He is from Guatemala. And he arrived just before the polls closed. He has to work all day at 7 p.m. in downtown Phoenix. And he was going to vote in Arizona's primary. And when he arrived... The line spanned more than seven hundred people almost four blocks long. What? That's what was reported by the local paper or the state paper Arizona Republic. Okay? She waited in line for five hours. She was the last voter in the state of Arizona to cast her ballot. It was twelve twelve AM. And you know what? You know what amazes me? Gets me like choked up? She waited. She waited that long to vote. She said, quote, I'm here to exercise my right to vote. That's why she stayed in line. But there were other people in the state of Arizona that left the polls in disgust. People, regardless of who they're going to vote for, whether I agree with them or not, who left in disgust and their voice won't matter. And whoever is elected... As the Republican nominee and the Democratic nominee, some people may question, not just in states like Arizona, but in others where there were long lines and people left and went home. Is this really the people's choice? The lines were so long because election officials in Maricopa County, that is, yes, Joe Arpaio's county in Phoenix, that's the largest in the state, they reduced the number of polling places by 70%. From 2012 to 2016, over four years, from 200 to just 60. To put that in perspective, that is one polling place per every – you ready for this? You're sitting down? 21,000 voters. What? It takes me five minutes to vote. I go down the street to the fire department. I go in. I never have to show my ID. I give them the, my name, and they just make sure I'm on the list that that is the proper vote. You know, polling uh, voting place. And uh, I can't even imagine, one polling place per every 21,000 voters. Now, you know, in places like Afghanistan or Iran, you expect people to have to wait in line five hours. The United States of America? Election officials admitted they reduced the number of polling places to save money. But what it did also is in places like Phoenix is it made it harder for minorities. And in, in, in Arizona, in that county, Maricopa County specifically, Hispanic Americans, Latino Americans, and probably most of those Hispanics, Mexican Americans, to cast their vote, which many people believe was simply saying we're going to make it harder for people who normally vote Democrat to cast their vote. And I think we all know that's what really is going on. Let's listen to some of the voters themselves expressing their frustration at these extremely long, four blocks long, five-hour wait voting lines. This is courtesy of azcentral.com. Cut one.
1: the end of the line here with voters. Uh, it circles all the way down the street, all the way up around the building. Hundreds of people in line here at the Tempe Pile Adult Recreation Center. Has anybody come out to speak to you from the speak to you from the uh, polling place? Oh, ma'am. And will you wait in this line?
2: Uh, yes, angrily, Yes. But I'll go wait. And why? I don't your know. Figured it's gotta be done.
3: One of those things.
1: Excuse me, ma'am. I'm with AC Central reporting, we mm-hmm. were reporting on some of the long lines across the city today. Will you wait in this line? Well, uh, we're debating because we've already done two hours on another line and couldn't get through. Really? So yeah. I think we need to go back and look at the number of holy places that we have. In Tempe, there's one for each one of our precincts. It's ridiculous. I mean, this is probably a three-four-hour line, And no. I think it impedes people to be able to vote, particularly those who are maybe um, hourly, to take off time um, to vote for work, excuse me, for work to vote. It's just, it's inexcusable. Yeah. And where did you wait prior to that? Uh, Christian Church on the Clinton-tog and... The baseline? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you were both going to cast your ballots in the presidential primary. Yeah, and you probably will have to leave this one. I've been here since 645 so I don't even know what time it is. My phone died about two hours ago. It's actually the first primary that I voted in. I think it's incredibly important to make sure that uh, you get your vote in This is what it takes. I didn't submit an early mail-in ballot, so it's really important that I'm out here uh, making my vote did not expect to be waiting out here this long I calculated about two hours of my life to spending in front of uh, or standing in line to vote tonight so going on four and a half I think almost five hours is kind of a monumental stretch of time it's actually a little frustrating because we've already been told who the winners of these primary races are, so really, I guess just by our own principles, we're here to cast our ballots, even though uh, the race has already been called for two other candidates. People who complain about what is wrong with the government really should take an active role, aside from just driving by and honking their horn to acknowledge the voting process, they should actually be in line here with us tonight so that they can exercise their right to vote as well.
0: Wow. Just, just incredible. I can't even, I'm so impatient. I, I, I mean, I, I think I'd bail. Uh, I'm being honest. I think I would. But, you know, like I said, there were people that were outraged when, you know, we heard what officials, voting officials said in, in response to this. This is Maricopa County. Now, let's put this in perspective. The largest county in Arizona. It is in Phoenix. And we're talking one voting station per 21,000 people. Unbelievable. This is Maricopa Maricopa County recorder. You've probably all seen her online by now. Helen Purcell, who took responsibility. She's a Republican, isn't she? Who took responsibility for the hours-long lines at the polls, but she refuses to resign. Here is
3: Ms. Purcell.
1: What happened last night?
0: Helen?
3: Well, it wasn't just last night, Yvonne. It was yesterday. Um, We certainly made bad decisions in having only 60 polling places. Uh, Didn't anticipate that there would be that many people going to the polling places. We were obviously wrong. Uh, That's my fault. So we'll certainly look at that for future elections. This will not have any effect on the primary and general elections, because those are precinct-bound elections by law, so we will have the 724 precincts that we always do. We were just trying to do something different for this election, hoping that it would work. Why? Uh, Looking at the number of people who are on our permanent early voting list, um, who are not going to the polls anymore, that number has increased, as you know, over the years, and then saying, okay, let's do something different. In that, people can go any place; they can go to any one of these polling places. So, maybe not by their house. Maybe it's where they work. That type of thing. So they're not restricted about where they can go, and just not anticipating the, I guess the the energy, I guess, if you will, in this election.
1: But by February, when the Board of Supervisors, when you appeared before the Board of Supervisors to approve these new sites. The energy had already existed. I mean, it was it was,
3: it was here. Why, do you, why, why was that miscalculation made? I think that I still felt that we were going to see a whole lot more in the early ballot field, even though we did. A lot of our ballots came through early ballots, but there were still people who wanted to go to the polls. And I, uh, I miscalculated on that, and, you know, that's my error. Yeah, what you didn't calculate is
0: that Latinos came out on mass to vote against uh, Donald Trump. Um, you know, by you know making sure that you know they were there to vote for their choice. And in the state of Arizona, if as a Democrat, that was Hillary Clinton um, uh, overwhelmingly. Uh, so much to talk about uh, here on the Only True Democracy and Talk Radio. As I mentioned, many individuals in Phoenix were still waiting in line after the results of the Arizona primary had already been announced. And this was after election officials in Maricopa County, Arizona's largest county, reduced the number of polling places by 70 percent from 2012 to 2016. From 200 places to 60, one polling place per every 21,000 voters. Questions. One, isn't this un-American? 8886 Leslie, eight 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 7543. Isn't this a prime example of why the Voting Rights Act needs to be restored? 8886 Leslie, 88653, 7543 is the number. Brave men and women in our military have given their lives for us to have this right, America. Isn't this a disservice to the sacrifices that they, our veterans, and those who have left us, who have died? In the service of, of duty for our freedom, that they made for us, isn't this a disservice to the sacrifices our military has made for we the American people to vote? Eight 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 six Leslie, eight 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 six five three seven five four three is the number. Shouldn't we be strengthening the right for all Americans to vote in this in these very turbulent times? Eight 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 six Leslie, eight 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 six five three seven five four three, not weakening weakening it, and certainly not purposefully weakening it. Eight 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 six Leslie. Now, election officials in Arizona, you just heard from her, say they reduced the number of polling sites to save money. Flint did something like that to save money. It only had to do with water. Do you think it had anything to do with them hoping less people would vote? We didn't expect the turnout. Specifically, minority groups, as I mentioned, the Latino community, and poor people. Poor people. If you have a voting place farther from you, and you don't have a license or a vehicle or the money to take public transportation, well, you stay home, and they certainly hope you stay home. If your skin is brown and you vote Democratic, in my opinion, that woman you heard from is a Republican. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Do you think that they reduced not to save money, or in addition to saving money, to try? And push the election the way they hope it will go in the future, which is less poor people voting, less minorities voting, in short, less Democrat votes voting. 8886 leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Now, some people had to wait in line for five hours to vote. Be honest. How long would you wait in line before leaving? 8886-LESLIE. I, I honestly have to say it depends on how important the vote was, right, how important, how close it was. I live in California. Whoever's the Democratic nominee is going to get this state, you know what I mean, because I could leave. But, you know, if I could, I'd probably stay a couple hours. But it's hard, right? How long would you wait in line to vote before leaving? We all have busy lives. We work. We have kids to pick up, things to do. Eight 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 six leslie 888 And what about those who have kids and a family to care for? Eight 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 six Leslie. Would you feel violated if you had to wait in line for five hours to vote? Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. And you know the 2016 election is the first in 50 years without the full protections of the Voting Rights Act. Are the widespread voting problems during the primaries that we're seeing in states like Arizona and not just in Arizona? North Carolina is another state. Is this a disturbing preview of what could happen in the general election in November? 8886, Leslie, 888 7543 Ari Berman of the Nation writes, quote, if this is bad for the primaries, how bad will it get for the general election? You tell me, America. 8886, Leslie, 888 7543 is the number. By the way, there were no polling places in the predominantly Latino areas of Maricopa County. This is disgusting and it's discriminatory in my opinion. What do you say? 8886 Leslie 8886537543. Back to you, your calls and tweets, and more right after this. Yeah, we are back i'm leslie marshall welcome welcome back we are talking about five hour wa- uh, lines for people waiting in maricopa county in phoenix and other places in arizona to vote what do you say let's go to james in arizona online too listening on our affiliate there kphx 1480 am james good afternoon
4: hi how you doing
0: good were you one of these people standing in line and whether you were or not uh tell us um you know what do you think about this
4: uh, it's just—it's pretty frustrating, actually. I wasn't—I—I I did the mail-in, the early voting. I got mine in earlier, but uh, just watching it on TV it was just so frustrating. And the lady that you—the uh, clip that you were playing earlier uh, of the lady that was in charge—I uh, was just listening to that, and I don't think a lot of people have even seen or heard. Uh, but I was watching the the, the the ten o'clock news on Channel 15 over here. Uh, and when they first talked to her, she had this attitude like it was and she was saying it wasn't her fault. And, the, and I, me and my wife were sitting there, and we were just amazed at what was coming out of her mouth. I mean, she made the comment when they asked her uh, whose fault it was. She said it was the people that were in line voting. It was their fault. And I was just sitting there just kind of blown away listening to this, and I was just like, I just couldn't believe she was actually saying this. But
0: then, well, you know, when you when you when you are when you are responsible for cutting polling places from four hundred to sixty, and and think it's not going to make a difference. I mean, you're an idiot and shouldn't be in that position, right? We'll be back to you. Don't go away, caller. We'll be back if you're holding. Hang on. You want to join us? Eight 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 six Leslie talking about five hour waits to vote in Maricopa County in Phoenix in Arizona. We'll be back. Welcome, Leslie Marshall. Welcome. Welcome back. Taking your calls at 8886-LESLIE, about the five-hour-long lines waiting to vote. Um, Do you, and I do, say, hey, this is a result of, you know, know, not having the Voting Rights Act and the protections there in place, and also stupid decisions by, um, you know, in uh, Maricopa County, the largest population in the Phoenix area in the state of Arizona, and a lot of Latinos live in that area. And Leslie— And the, and the woman in charge is a Republican, and, and as our caller James in Arizona said online too, does doesn't want to take responsibility. Quickly, Mark, yeah.
2: For those who are wondering the, the direct connection to that, you know, as you were mentioning some from that piece, uh, in the past, uh, if the Voting Rights Act was in place, Maricopa County would have needed to receive federal approval for reducing the number of polling sites. Right, you
0: couldn't just have this yeah. chick make the decision. Because Absolutely. it was one of 16 states. And they would not, with 21,000 people per voting place, have been approved.
2: No, exactly. That's exactly what it it says. This type of change would very likely have been blocked since minorities make up 40 percent of Maricopa County's population and reducing the number of polling places would have left uh, minority voters worse off. Um, it, it They had 22 voting changes blocked in Arizona from taking an effect since the state got covered in 1975 under the Voting Rights Act. But since it was gutted in 2013, um, they were able to make these changes without federal oversight. So, like, it's, I'm sorry, but it's A to B. It's very easy here. They do this. Boom. This happens.
0: Okay. All right. Let's continue with the calls. and We were talking with James in Arizona line two. James, thank you for holding through the break. Um, you were talking about you and your wife being shocked by this. One, you do feel it's this woman's responsibility, and two, you do feel she should resign. And and are do you? If you're a Democrat, do you feel this way because she's a Republican, or does that even matter?
4: It,
5: well, to me, it doesn't. It doesn't
4: matter. But I, because um, I mean, anybody that's trying to stop somebody from voting. I, I don't think they should be doing working in office like that. So that's just it's pretty frustrating regardless of whoever they're voting for everybody should have that right to exercise their you know the right to vote and stuff and it's just pretty frustrating when you got people like this and they're uh just intentionally doing this just to prevent people from voting it it is it is pretty frustrating and you know you hear reports of uh there was a report of of an elderly lady that passed out you know during uh, this time when they were waiting and uh, just stuff like that just makes you really angry you know when you when you got people like this there uh, now she's she is trying to reclaim uh, claim responsibility for her actions and stuff but that in that first interview she was just totally you know saying that it was not her problem and it was a problem of the people that were there voting because uh you know there was they i guess you know because of their, they had the right to mail in the vote
0: How long? Uh, how long would you wait to vote, James? Since you are in a state where uh, people.
4: Well, I would five hours. wait as long as I have to. Uh, you know, but, but another thing that's frustrating is when you got people hearing that are lying. They've been there for four hours, and then all of a sudden, you know, you got the media announcing, you know, the winners and stuff. I, I think uh, a lot of people just get frustrated with that, and they're figuring, why do I need to sit here? By you know, what does my vote count if they're already announcing, you know, people that whoever won, you know. And uh, to me, I think that that should be held until everything, all the votes are in, you know, before they start doing stuff like that. Because uh, I think that's just another way to discourage people, if you ask me, you know. uh, I I agree
0: with you. I I, I, I agree with you. I mean, sometimes there were states and, and well, hey, hello, let's look at Missouri. They say Bernie Sanders won, and then the next day they're like, no, it was Hillary. And even though it was just a couple hundred votes or whatever, she still did win. And whether it's left or right, I mean, every person that, you know, went out to vote – their vote has to be counted, therefore their vote has to count. I agree with you 100%. Thank you for joining us, James, and thank you for voting. Uh, It's an important thing that we as Americans do. Thank you. Uh, All right.
4: Thank you. Keep up all your good work.
0: All right. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. Let's go next to Freddie in Montana. Freddie, good afternoon.
6: Good afternoon.
4: On
0: line five. Sorry. Hi, Freddie. Hi. How are you? Hi. Freddie, what was your comment? Yeah, I agree with the last caller
6: on this that you've earned the right to to the vote. And they shouldn't be denying people like that. that, that should never happen.
0: Well when you say when you say deny, they're being denied if they can't wait the five hours, can't make it to the very few polling places that, you know, when you had four hundred and now you have sixty. Who do you, who do you think who do you think this affects most and do you think those people were targeted? Yeah, I do
6: think they were targeted. I absolutely do, and I think it's egregious of the government to be able to do it. Uh, somebody needs to be held accountable for it. You I know who who who, military who, military. who
0: who needs to be held, Freddie. Who needs to be held accountable, in your opinion?
6: I believe the uh, state auditor ought to be held.
0: Okay, all right, and uh, I I just uh, want to know, Freddie, how long would you wait to vote?
6: Well, I've waited up to about three to four hours. I mean, "What would upset me if I waited that long. And then they tell me that it's limited time and I still don't get to go. Yes, that would upset me greatly.
0: All right. Thank you, Freddie, for your call there in Montana. Let's go to New Mexico next with Paul on line four. Paul, good afternoon.
7: Hey, Leslie. Thanks for um, doing such a good coverage of this story. Because it's certainly, I don't think, being talked about elsewhere. This is like the canary in the coal mine. This is really showing how dysfunctional our democracy has become. And um, you know, I know I've just got a short minute here with you, but I could literally my head spins with all the different uh implications of what's gone on there. And one is this is the rigged system that Bernie's talking about. There was there was five hour waits to, to vote for President Obama. And you know he's he's frankly part of the system. He's part of the DNC, the Debbie Wasserman Schultz, you know, just corporate corporate Democrats. What did he do to help our voting while he's been in office? And I would say zip zero. Well,
0: I don't. Think and, I, I don't. You know what? Well, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. You and, know, I to, a, and I, I want to say something. Uh, even though I'm a Hillary supporter, I want to say something that's a shout out to Senator Sanders. And and one of the things I want to say is when he spoke about what happened in Arizona, actually the number of Latinos that probably were affected, especially in this particular county, and votes that weren't counted probably would have benefited Hillary. Just when you look at her numbers with the Latino vote. And so you know when I, when I, when I say that, I mean I just think he was you know he was calling it out as he saw it and as it is, and and I commend him for that.
7: Yeah. You know, our, our Justice Department, again, going back to Eric Holder, that sat on his hands with the, with the big bank. And, you know, the biggest um, financial meltdown in our history, and nobody goes to jail. And, again, this, all this voting shenanigans that happen over and over again, all our electronic touchscreen machines owned by private corporations, and then the media is the biggest, biggest offender of all. It just, you know, I try not to listen to, I listen to RT now, you know, with Ed Schultz and uh, Tom Hartman. There's some, there's actually some progressive commentators, but they all rush to call the election after 5% of the votes are in. It's like a race to see who can say who's the winner first when the votes have not been counted.
0: I agree. I agree. And to me,
7: that's just planting in people's mind. Oh, well, you know, so-and-so won, you know, so-and-so won. And then they go ahead and steal it electronically, and everyone goes, yeah, well, so-and-so won. It's just like we've become so lazy as a people, you know. And, and we actually get the democracy we deserve. People don't vote. And um, I don't know. You know, but again, I appreciate your your participation, your show, and, and broaching these subjects because it's certainly not being
0: talked about. People
7: just don't get it.
0: All right, thank you for the. Uh, I agree. Thank you uh, for the the call. I appreciate that. Just great. We have very intelligent callers. I I'm proud of that, and uh, I, I just think it's awesome. Uh, let's continue with the calls, and let's go to another Paul in Washington State. Let's go to line one, Paul. Good afternoon.
5: Yeah, hi Leslie. Um, hey, Paul. Well, I agree with the last thing that the last caller said is that the problem is we don't vote. And in Republican-dominated states like Arizona, uh, Democrats have nearly abdicated in a number of states. And we have states where Republicans have taken over. And so, okay, we've got the Voting Rights Act gutted, essentially. We have to live with that. And that means you have to get out because I don't think this woman, uh, the county election commissioner, chairwoman, whatever, uh, I don't think it was an accident. I think she did want to save money. But here's the other thing. what What is the point of doing this for a primary? What is the point of, of quelling turnout for a primary unless her presumption is we already know who the nominees are going to be? And if I recall, didn't Hillary won Arizona and Trump, didn't they? Yes. Okay. So that was the presumption. And so – the. The, I guess the thing to do, and that's what the last caller was, you've got to get out and vote. Because if you abdicate your, your voting rights as Democrats, by, uh, as evidenced by last November's election, did, don't turn out, then you find yourself in this position. I happily don't have to think about how long I would have to wait. I think about when I receive my absentee ballot in the mail every year that I need to get not let it sit on the desk too long. <laughs> you know, I have all the time I need. And the reason we have that is because Democrats are very active in Washington State. So we have an all-male, you know, we have an all-male election uh, elections here. Uh, s- snail mail, that is. So, you know, I, I don't know. These things are, are bad things, the Voting Rights Act being gutted by the court. But what's to do about it? That's the thing is what's what is to do about it? And I think uh, there is a certain canary in the coal mine, but you, you, can't, you can't just abdicate. You have to stay active and stay in. You can't wait until catastrophe strikes. Now, do I think that this will happen again in Arizona in, in November? You bet I do. Yeah, they're going to do something like this because then quelling turnout really does have an effect, and, it, and it, the effect is to favor the Republicans. Now I don't know. Can you Can you you have an idea of why why you would quell voter turnout in a in a primary? Do you have an idea about that, Leslie?
0: Um, yeah, I, I you know I I, I think quite frankly um, they're trying to make it harder for certain groups of people who tend to vote Democrat uh, from coming out. And I think they're doing this not for – Wait, 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 wait. They're not doing it for the primary. You have to remember they're going to go to the same places in November to vote. So in my opinion, this is about November. This is about trying to get a Republican – in the White House, because of Arizona's position on immigration, we've seen the very discriminatory laws that they've tried to pass, and that courts have upheld as unconstitutional and discriminatory um, and violating of civil rights in the state of Arizona. You know, to me, this is specifically trying to oppress minorities, and even more specifically, the Latino community. Because when in the last election, look at how ten percent. Of the vote went to them. It's going to be even more this time around, and that's what Arizona and other states. So North Carolina trying to suppress the black vote. Arizona's trying to suppress the brown or Latino so vote.
5: So is it is the effect to create a sense of discouragement at this part of the process, so that they just won't show up in November?
0: I don't think it's discouragement as much of a reality. I mean, if somebody has to wait five hours in line well, sure. in, in a primary, and I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, the majority of Hispanics in Arizona um, are blue-collar workers who probably work an hourly job six days a week and who are not going to be able to afford uh, to take off the time for five hours um, or, you know, won't have child care or won't be able to stand there with a child, which, believe me, having two kids, seven and eight, would, you know, be tantamount to, you know, it would. Be you know equal to hell uh, to wait in line for you know five to six hours, um, you know or five hours. Uh, it, it This is specifically, in my opinion, targeted to suppress minority votes, blacks in the South and uh, uh, Latinos in Arizona and other places like the Southwest. We're going to take a break, Paul. I love you. Thank you for calling. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. If you're holding, hang on. Coming to you. back let's go to david also in phoenix line two listening on kphx uh, david good afternoon yeah leslie thank you for taking my call hey, thank you I for joining michelle, she's just the tip of the iceberg okay can you hear me okay yeah. yes i can yeah. tell, tell us yeah, about the rest of that iceberg
5: yeah well the rest of it's michelle reagan our secretary of state maybe these two quotes might tell you what's going on in her head this is what she said at cpac I saw this on Sunday morning on a, a political program, Sunday Square. They're talking about it, and uh, she said that the GOP can nominate the most superior candidates in the country, but it will mean nothing without proper oversight of voter security. And, you know, like what happened to the liberals. There. And the second, right. the second part was, uh, she said, "I'm protecting elections from progressives and the radical left." Who want to manipulate
0: it and cheat? What? Isn't it interesting? Yeah. Uh, somebody on the right wanted to ma- did manipulate and cheat. Yeah, uh, yeah. In other words, they know cheating
5: exists. Evidently.
0: Oh wow! Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I gotta, I gotta ask you. How long would you wait, David, to vote? Be honest. I'd
5: wait two days.
0: Oh, God bless you. See, I'm just not as good an American as all of you. David, thank you for the call. I appreciate it, buddy. Um, and let's continue. We go to Susie in El Paso, Texas, on Line 5, listening on Progressive Voices. Susie, good afternoon. What do, you, what do you think about this, people waiting five hours in line, and as the result of a decision our Supreme Court made with regard to voting rights?
8: And that's why Democrats need to vote in these midterm elections to get gov- Democrat governors – because when there's Democrat governors, you get a Democrat secretary of state that will honor the voter rights law. It is so important, these midterm elections, that we vote to get Democrats back um, in governors, um, you know, to run the states and get the Democrat House and the Democrat Senate. And. Th- for Bernie um, Sanders supporters, don't blame this on Hillary. This is not doesn't have anything to do with Hillary, because um, I think that people, if you in, in any state that has early voting and if they have mail ballots, take advantage of that and go and vote early. If you have problems, the, I always tell the minorities, vote early. Don't wait until election day. Vote early because then your vote will count. Because I, I don't know, uh, maybe one of your callers from Arizona can call in. Can anybody qualify for a mail ballot? If they can, request that from your elections department. Because um, I heard this last night on um, on Rachel Maddow. She was talking about how they um, they shortened the. You know, they what they did in Maricopa County. They made lesser precincts for people to vote. They did that a couple of years ago in Florida. You remember uh, that Scott guy? He he shortened the the, yep. Yep. the number of uh, early voting days, and they got rid of a lot of the early voting sites.
0: Well, the, and what, and what you're, you're saying, out. and what, what you're saying, and I hope you'll call me again because we're running out of time here, Susie. Thank you very well. Which is, and I was, go- I've been
8: election judge uh, Leslie. I was an election judge. Oh, really? And I was election clerk and alternate judge. I worked uh, elections here in my town, in my county, for about 20 years.
0: So what you're saying – and Susie, thank you. Thank you for that. Please call us again. Um, Su- Susie makes some good points, which is, look, you've got to do your due diligence, and she is right. Democrats got to vote in the midterm, and what is she saying? Be prepared. Plan in advance. This is, you know, this is going to take your time and make, make it worth the time. You, know, you don't need to wait five hours in line. You know, Maybe you could do a mail-in ballot. She said people in uh, Arizona could say, let's go to Beth in Phoenix, and she is in Arizona. Uh, Beth, to Susie's point, thank you for calling there on line four. Uh, Beth, um, I- is it possible – for you to get a mail in, a mail in ballot, it, as she it suggested.
9: is. And the Democratic Party here, I'm actually in LD 18, which is, um, for the statewide and LD, um, CD 9, which is Kirsten, Kirsten Cinemas district. So I'm in West Chandler, Phoenix, Albuquerque, Tempe, and we encourage our people in the Democratic Party to do pebbles, the, um, the early ballot. So I think a lot of the people in my district do do the early mail in ballot. Uh, my husband did. I like to mail mine. In. I like to go in and get my sticker. So, and I'm also I'm progressive and indep- and Democrat, but I switched to independent so I can vote in my local um, election so that I can get a more of a moderate Republican in my area. It, you know, well, voters. let
0: me ask you, somebody tweeted earlier that this was not just to try and suppress the vote for minorities, but try and prevent independents from coming out to right. vote. Right.
9: And, and exactly. And, and then and, and in the last again, like I was going to say, so I am normally a, a registered as an independent second vote in my state primaries. And then I saw the day that it was the last day that you could be an in independent and switch over to either party. It was on the news and in the paper that this is tomorrow was the last day to switch your party. So I immediately got online and switched back to Democrat so I could switch in the primary, both for myself and my husband. And I moved him back to his mail-in ballot, so I mailed his in, and I wanted to go in line. So I went in line. I was there about an hour and a half, and I went in Tuesday. I'm fortunate where I um, can go in during the middle of the day. I have my own company, so I'm not tied into a time constraint, but I got there. And I was, first I was shocked that when I put in my address to see where I could vote, where I was like, there's nothing. It wasn't my normal right. polling place. We, we so I and I, I'm sorry. That. I have
0: to. I, I'm sorry. I have to cut you off. We have like five seconds to the end, and you know I don't control time. I'm sorry. But everybody, keep joining us here uh, Monday through Friday. Thank you. Thank you to Mark and Andrew, my great crew. Have a wonderful afternoon and evening.